Regina Nissan, the presenting sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. And this month, you can get into the all-new Nissan during the Find Your Thrill event. Finance the 2021 Nissan Murano for 0% for 60 months. Or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Make sure to head on down to Regina Nissan at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan. Or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. Your starting lineup, Turner Ripplinger, Troy Koser, Tori Coglin, and your host, Drew Koser. Presented by Nissan Regina, here is the Off the Huzzle Podcast. Hey everybody, we're back for the episode Off the Hazel. This is episode 109. My name is Drew Koser. I'm your host. I'm joined by the only guy today, Stat Guy Rip, Turner Ripplinger, no Troy, no Tory. So one D and one T uh, for today's great podcast with a sassy uh, fella again, weapon. That's all we do around here is just get weapons on. Uh, but first, before we go into Turner and my weekend and wrap up some sport talk, we got to mention this is a Nissan driven podcast. Number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs. They're located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today to make the switch to drive Nissan. Boom. Wow. Boom. That was a hell of an ad read. I'm out of breath. So uh, let's go to Rip. Uh, what's up? The boys been been off for a week here. You guys finally found out here as a player in the first round of playoffs. Uh, what's up, man? What's, what's happening? It's new. Nothing, just practicing every day. We don't play until another two weeks here. So wow. um, we don't know for sure, but we have a pretty good idea who we're playing. Can you say it on the air? Mount Royal. Yeah, Mount Royal. That's what I figure, right? Yeah. So when do you guys, you guys will know after what, today? Next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Like if UBC plays Trinity, they're likely going to win. So they'll move into second place and Mount Royal fall to third. And that's who we'll play. And where do you see yourself matching up? Uh, we got swept by them a couple of weeks ago. We didn't play very well, but um, I don't know. We're not worried. I think we'll do well. Like, I would don't be shocked if the Cougs go on a run here. I have been saying this since day one when I watched the first game. Team's good. Yeah. Blue collar team. He has worked hard. I'm excited for playoffs. I watch the games. I am too. It's the first time since I think it was 2009 that the Cougs are in playoffs. It's a long time. Yeah, first time since 1995-96 that they had a winning record. You weren't even thought of, and I was one. I was barely skating. That's nuts. Crawling. It's wild. Yeah. Can you imagine if you guys played in the old stadium, too? That'd be sick. We go back. They they rebuild the Twins for us. (laughs) You practice on rink one and you play in rink two? Yeah. Oh, I miss the Twins. What a place that was. Yeah, that was a sick place. The bar upstairs? Oh. Free popcorn, free if you're under 12. Yeah. Pepsi. I was crushing Pepsi in there. Dude, I remember crushing Shirley Temples there. <laughs> Thought it was booze. Yeah. Uh, okay. We have to. There's no Tory. There's no Troy. Do you, you, what should we do here? Go into golf or? You can go right into the best tournament there is. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you're not wrong with saying that statement at all. So 
Uh, Waste Management Open. Who's who's winning right now? Let me check here. I know, I know, Chapka was up there at this moment. It's Cantley's tied with uh, I don't know how to say his name, Thigala. Say, so, yeah, that sounds right. Thigala dash 15. They're both dash 15. Cantley's through 14. Thigala's through 13. Okay, yep, I like it. Kepka T5. Oh my god, two strokes behind him. Yeah, slam it harder. <laughs> Sorry, how about uh, so two hole ones? Who are the names again? Uh, Ryder and Sam Ryder and Carlos Ortiz. Sick. Yeah. Also, that kind of sounds like the, the wrestler that played in WWE. Which one? Carlos Ortiz. I don't know. No? Super cruel, though. They just throw beers on the, on the green now. Like, yeah. That's acceptable. No, we're doing that. Yeah. I love how people on Twitter are like, this is not growing the game. Stay home then. Yeah. That was the cruelest thing I've seen in a long time. That's what I mean. Like, my mom's like, Turner, you should go there. Mom, I will not come home if I go there. <laughs> it's not Vegas. My, my, well, dude, my carry-on will be a wheelchair. <laughs> And if I went to that tournament, you'd carry on a wheelchair and like 64 beer. You come home. No with way. You buy beer down there. It's way cheaper. That too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, good, good call the carry, uh, carry on. Yeah. I like that. That's it. Yeah. The whole one. And then uh, I was watching when uh, riders hit his whole one on the Saturday and I immediately get a text from Holt. He's like, you watching this right now? Yep. This is bananas. <laughs> that is sick. And then, uh, Harry Higgs hit like a 10 foot par putt today. Fucking whips his shirt <laughs> off. Joel Damon's in the background swinging his shirt. <laughs> like, what a party. How about the booze, too? Yeah. You missed the drink? Boo. Yeah. Okay. So, when I was watching the rider hit the hole in one, it takes 10 minutes to uh, clean everything off, right? So they got to wait. And the next, the guy, his partner hasn't even shot yet. This guy hits it to like 20 feet, middle of the green. Boo. <laughs> High expectations, though. Oh shit! Yeah, Hold everyone on. should just be chucking darts. Listen to hell of a time. I know some buddies down there. I know. I know you do as well. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was down there, but yeah. Fuck. Maybe next year. So much fun. Maybe next year we'll go. You. How's the booth? Set it up. Yeah, it's like twenty grand. No, no, no. We did a booth like on the side of our own booth. Okay. <laughs> we did a sponsor down there. Yeah, bro. We'll figure yeah. it out. So. You know what I mean? What what would you rather go? Would you rather go to waste management or masters? Ah, uh, masters. Masters. Yeah, yeah. I would say just waste. Just ma- address I would say yeah. I got like masters is probably the best term you can go to. Waste management number two. Yep. Like one A, one B. It is crazy though. Like this week they just go banana lands, and then next week they're like, "Where's next week?" Is it like the players them, and they they just like the most prestige tournament too, which is quiet. There's no more like cheering. Yeah. It's like nice no, butt. No fun. <laughs> Yeah, no, the no fun league. No fun league. <laughs> uh, let's go quickly here. I want to because I don't want to stay too long here. It's Sunday night Super Bowl party. Genesis wanna... Open, by the way. Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. And then it's the players, right? Honda Classic, Arnold Palmer Invitational. Eventually, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw today on TV was March eighth. The players, maybe. Doesn't good, matter. Good thing, it, good thing it's fucking February thirteenth. You dumb dink. February fourteenth. Well, uh, yeah, I don't want to stay too long. You have a party. I have some stuff to do. Super Bowl. It's been a long week, winning games, and you know you've been partying. So, uh, who was last week's guest? Jan or Janelle? Uh, Hazelbump, big boy fight last Dude, night with Adam killed. Lowry. <laughs> that was two big dogs. My head was hurting watching that. I'm like I'm so take glad. down Jan. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm like I'm so glad there's no fighting in university. <laughs> Fuck, because there's some units in our league too. Oh yeah. Big boys. Imagine Carter Folk asked me to fight. 
No, 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 no. Scratch me. Todd, scratch me. But yeah, Tanner Janot, great interview with him. It was fun. Um, yeah, no complaints on that one. And the social handles were buzzing. Yeah. Blew up. Jan. Jan the man. He gave us a hazel bump. And we gave him a hazel bump. He's going to be a hot commodity. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll see him on checklists here soon. Yeah, you're welcome. They're uh, busy with the boys. <laughs> we'll just, if they get Jan on, we get one of them on. That's just how it works. Okay. Uh, hockey talk. Trying to think what happened. I saw what I saw, what I see, what I saw, what I see, what I see, and what I saw. Well, NHL. What, who sings that song? Oh. Oh, the lights. No. Baby. When the other team scores in Pilot Butte. Oh, it used to be. Big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, we changed it now. Now it's stronger. Yeah, yeah it's because you guys fucking, they overplayed it. Yep. <laughs> and the jukebox almost ran out the one yeah. night. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into last night's game, though. 4-1 for yeah, the boys. Yeah, we'll talk about the wins. Hell of a game. 25th for the boys. Hell, you know, it's been a good season so far. So, one more game and then playoffs for the boys. And then we hopefully have a long run. I do, too. Be sick. I would love to party in that room up top. <laughs> win, oh, yeah, win the sick. ship at home. If you're uh, if you're an old four, and you play triple hockey, <laughs> you know how to get a hold of me. Pilot Butte Storm Recruiting Wagon One Hundred One. Also a podcast with cool dudes. So there it is. Um. Oh, I want. What happened? I saw something in the NHL. The Canucks won last night. Oh, the Leafs. So tough. NHL. <sighs> Marty Saint Louis. Yeah, interim head coach, dude. That guy goes from PB hockey to the NHL. I'm grinding out here. Give me a chance, Vinny. I'm just playing the NHL. It's that easy. Win a couple cups, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just playing the NHL, win a couple cups, be a Hall of Famer. Oh, oh hey, now you got a coaching job. And your best buddies in uh, interim assistant gym. Yeah. Oh, Vinny. Yeah. Vinny and the boys. Weird. Who's next? Anderchuk. Yeah. Weird. God. That's cool. He's in. Uh, who else went somewhere? Oh, <laughs> Danielle Breer is the assistant to the. General manager. General manager. What is it? The office? The regional manager. Guys were guys were calling him the white truth on Twitter. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah, Daniel Breer's in Philly. Who else is there? Oh, uh, Cammy Granado is just in the GM of Vancouver. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, the Olympics. Dude. Canada lost 4-2. Yeah, I watched that game. The you States. Nasty. Their goaltender wasn't Goldberg. It was Julie the Cat. Guys yeah. unreal. They did that kicked everything. The USA had the puck the whole game because they're just all young. And they just buzz around. It was so it was so sick to watch. I probably would have sat stall though. Took two bad penalties that yeah. the USA scored on. Dude, I'm a Should better I... skater than him. He got <laughs> yeah. heavies. Boots. Boots. It's probably the helmet. Um what else is there? Owen Power's nasty. You gotta play. He's not even on power play one. No. Play the guy. No. He's disgusting. Same with like McTavish. Like he played. Yeah, but Owen Power top of the key. Yeah. Snap, guys, zing is it, and snap. he's so smart. Snap, just uh, chomping on gum again too. Playing in the Olympics, chewing gum, hanging out, flow too, and then yeah. the team photo, just like Whatever. looking unreal. Damn. Nah, first yeah. movie, <laughs> fuck him. What uh, the ladies are kicking ass for now? They've they're undefeated. Yeah, knock on wood. They keep doing that. I think they have the semis tonight. It's China. I don't know. They just shit kick Sweden though. Oh, it was bad. I watched the whole game. That's about all I've watched, though. I watched a little bit of a short track uh, power, not power skating, uh, speed skating. Yeah. That's super intense. You push oh, yeah. the guy going next. What do you just blade it in the neck? Those blades are 15 feet long. Yeah. The two did skis. I, did I talk? I don't think I did. My old teammate in Penticton, 
Grant Kirkshank. His mom is Bonnie Blair, who's one of the best figure skaters or speed skaters ever. Really? Yeah. So this guy can buzz. He can fly. So he plays for Minnesota Golfers now. Sick. And uh, Castle. Yeah, basically. So he flies. And then one day he just got up, went and competed in a speed skating competition, won. And he was like, he, he was going to Olympic qualifier, but he's like, no, I'm a hockey player. Wow. Yeah. Shit like that. Like that's unreal. That's hey. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sick. Um, okay. I want to let's go to our guest today, I think. Yeah. We did everything else we had to do. Yep. Um no, quickly we'll do this. Here, here's listen here. If you're listening right now, recap. No recap today. It's just a sick song. We're just gonna do right in the interview. Because we both got a jet here. We have some stuff to do tonight. Great interview though. But first we're gonna go to do where's your car this weekend. Left it at home. Oh, good. Yeah, I didn't have to go find it today. Funny story, though. Oh, I when I was driving, so I left my backpack at the rink. So I went to go get it this morning to come here, obviously. And as I'm driving here, I passed Des. Desi, you're probably listening right now. Me and him, we got our little, we got our little one finger up. Give us the, it's not the fuck you, but it's our fuck you. The yeah. One finger, the Tate Kennedy. Yeah. And uh, he phones me immediately. He goes, let me guess. You just you're you're just going home from where you went to go pick up your car. <laughs> like no, I'm like fuck. Good guess. Good guess. It, it though, is Sunday. Yeah. But, good guess. But no, I went to go get my computer. Yeah. So there it is, dude. Yeah. Your, dude, where's your car? Was, was it home this weekend? Was at home. Todd drove me. Thanks, Todd. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Todd. Good dude. Okay. Here's uh, we're going to our guest, uh, Jaden Hobbs from Regina. Moved to Emerald Park. Uh, was a long time Regina Flyer. Then pr- turned out to be a prairie storm. Yeah. Ripped it up with a wagon of a team. Played yeah. the Pat Canadians. Played for the Moose Warriors for four years. Was a first-round pick at the Camelos Blazers. Now, he's played three games in the National Hockey League. And he's played four years professional hockey with the San Jose Barracuda. Fuck. What a life. No notes for me, too. How good is that? Yeah. Anything <laughs> else? Left-hand shot, white tape. 89. He's yeah. got a weird, weird knob. Yeah, weird knob. The, sw- the swivel knob. The yeah. swizzle knob. Um, Not the biggest guy in the world. Scores goals for fun. Conserves energy. We're line mates in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. So, uh, Turner, quick thought before we go to Jane here. Love talking to Hobby. He was, yeah, he was always so quiet growing up and he still is. He's still a very soft spoken guy, but I mean, he had some, he had some good intel and good stories and glad to see that he loves TaylorMade. Oh, yeah. 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 Listen up, Mike. Gives a nice plug for the yeah. boys. Mike, get us fitted. Yeah. Go. Fit soon here, Mikey. Okay. Jaden Hobbs Hope you enjoy the interview. Peace. Bang. Off the Hustle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter and Buck on all their social media platforms. All righty, we are pleased to have on today that a guy that is born from Regina, Saskatchewan, moved to Emerald Park, 
alumni of the Moose Jaw Warriors, now currently a member of the San Jose Sharks organization. Thanks for joining the podcast today, Jaden Humblewalks. Thanks for having me. Hobby, this is sick. Hey, we had Hobbs on yeah. today, Jan last week, just getting the whole Moose Jaw Warrior alumni. Yeah, it's um, perfect. Pointers next. Yeah, pointers next. We got a couple of guys <laughs> here. Get a number. Um, yeah. Hobbs, what's new with you, man? What's going on? Uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. I saw you in the summer there a little bit, but uh, what's going on? What's happening? Oh, not much. Just uh, in mid-season here and just grinding away. I mean, uh, it's been a mix of emotions this year with, uh, you know, getting the first call up and playing some games and then, uh, you know, getting sent back down and just trying to get back up. So, um, it's, uh, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a bit of a grind at times, but it's also been a lot of fun. So before we get into all that, you know, getting called up and whatnot in your career, we got to talk about a young Jaden Hobdewalks, you know, sports, hobbies, playing mini sticks with coach before the school bus came yeah. to pick us up. Walk us through uh, just a young hobby here. Yeah, I know as a kid, I mean, I was always passionate about hockey. We had a outdoor rink in our backyard. And like you said, we played mini sticks all the time. So hockey was definitely something. Uh, I really enjoyed, but uh, I mean, at a young age, I didn't think I was going to make a career of it. And uh, I don't know if many people do. I mean, you dream to play in the NHL and I dream to play for the Regina Pats, but you know, it's a, it's different when it kind of becomes real. So, uh, you know, as a, as a kid, I obviously was on the rink as much as I could be, but at the same time, I like to get, a, get away from it and hang out with uh, other other friends and do other activities. I played lacrosse. I played soccer as a kid. I mean, I played inline hockey. Uh, and then as I grew older, you know, I just kind of stuck with hockey and, uh, you know, just kept uh, chipping away at it. And obviously I am where I am today. Awesome. Rip. Uh, have you picked up any new hobbies since you moved down to California? I know there's oh, nice pun. Yeah. New hobbies, new hobbies, new hobbies. <laughs> well, I, there's not, uh, I guess, there's not much more than hockey down in Cali. There's a lot of things to do there. So, yeah, no, uh, I mean, I never was, I never enjoyed golfing really as a kid or anything, and I wasn't big into golf. But when I came here my first year, one of my roommates actually um, enjoyed golfing so he got he's the one that got me and my roommate out and, and we started golfing every week and you know playing a lot of golf so obviously I think that's the biggest one um we enjoy I enjoy golfing now before it was like yeah I'd get out maybe once twice a summer and it'd be all right but now it's uh, I'm kind of passionate about it and uh, trying to get better and it's been a work in progress so I think that's the biggest one other than that I mean uh it's a busy season so we don't get to do much and so I'd say just golf I love it. That's awesome. Um, all right, let's dive into your young hockey career. I mean, you can talk about the Prairie Storm and your wagon of a Bantam team. Yeah. Uh, you talk about the Pack Canadians. Let's hear all about it. Yeah, I mean, Bantam was definitely a lot of fun. I think that's kind of where I knew I could do something with hockey. I mean, just having uh, the years I had in, in Bantam and going the first round of Kamloops is kind of was was pretty special and that's where I guess my career kind of took off and uh, I mean like our like you said our Bantam team was pretty crazy we had a few guys in the first round and then the following year we had also a few guys in the first round so that was a special team and then going into midget uh, midget was a lot of fun too playing in my in Regina and you know played with a lot of good players and good line mates and uh, just 
I mean, uh, going into my second year, obviously, I was a little disappointed that I wasn't in Moose Jaw as a 16-year-old, but uh, I came back and I had a, a really good season. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, it was nice that uh, I could stay in Regina and, you know, hang out with friends and, you know, build connections with guys around there. So it, uh, those were good times. Uh, so you mentioned that you played Midge as a 16-year-old. Do you think that was beneficial to come back and play that extra year minor hockey? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna. It's always gonna be a debate. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I was. I was pretty disappointed. I mean, you you want to play in the Western League at, at a young age, and uh, I mean things could have been could have been different. But at the same time, I mean, I had the career I had. So, uh, I mean, I guess everything works out the way it does. Did you and Jay never play uh, each other or no? Like we, knew- we never played with each other. No. Against? No. Uh, against, yeah. Every second yeah. year. He's a year older than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who won, the, who won the battles on the wall there? The fuck? Take a fucking guess. <laughs> I was actually bugging my guest card the other day because I told him that uh, uh, that we ha- that we're having you on. And I said, we're having the second best uh, minor, 97 minor hockey guy in Regina come yeah. up. <laughs> what did he say to that? <laughs> he just laughed. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, I want to talk about uh, you know the Western League. You know, you suit up for the Moose Jaw Warriors uh, for four years. Walk us through you know your rookie season, and then obviously how that jump was from AAA and then to the Western League. Uh, and obviously, we'll go through some of the numbers you you put up in the latter portion yeah. of your career. But uh, walk us through year one. Yeah, year one was uh, very frustrating. I mean, uh, you wanted to be there the year before, you weren't there the year before. You come into the league. And, you, you know, you're not playing as much as you want to be. You're not getting the opportunities you want. And, and it's a grind. I mean, moving away for the first year and then not getting the opportunity you thought you were going to get, it was, it was very frustrating. And, I mean, it took a toll at times. I, I tried to go home as much as I could just to be around my family because it was a tough year. I mean, it's great guys and everything. It's just when you're not playing as much as you're used to in the past, you're always – yeah. the best player on each team you're playing uh power play top role minutes and then and then you go down up there and it's it's completely different uh it was tough but so you know I battled through I at times I didn't want to be there I I didn't want to battle through and uh and I, I thought about going elsewhere but uh you know I just committed to it and uh, I guess it 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 worked out in the end but Dude, as a as a young guy, it is so tough to play for Tim. Like he caters to his older guys so much, and you you would you yeah. would, you can apply it to that when you're 19, 20, you didn't leave the ice, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I think I think you know you you gotta you gotta have a little bit of a longer leash with some guys, and you gotta give them opportunity. And he wasn't a guy that did that, and you know, I think that could have benefited my career as a 17 year old if I would have got those opportunities because. I really had to work extra hard to get those opportunities, but sometimes, you know, you need, the coach needs to help you build that confidence. And I didn't get that. Yeah, fair enough. And then, well, then year two, you know, it goes a lot better with some solid numbers. And then obviously three and four, you completely go off and, you know, 101 points in year three with 50 goals, you know, that, that just wasn't quite enough for you, I guess, you know, you have to score 70 in uh, your last year, 129 points. That's disgusting. So I mean, even going from, you know, it was a grind in year one, you know, getting better in year two, walk us through, you know, you, you kind of said, hey, you stuck with it. You know, Timmy gave you that, that extra ice or whatever it was, Moose John, just 
I don't know when you realized how much success you were having and something changed. Yeah. I mean, year two is not bad. We, uh, I, you know, I kind of turned it around. I got to play on a better line and with, uh, you know, build some chemistry. And then, you know, the year after that, I think, you know, we just really is where I found my stride and we had uh, pretty consistent lines and, you know, things were clicking. So going into that last year, I mean, you want to do better and better each and every year. And, you know, uh, I think confidence is key and having that experience is key. I, uh, coach trusted me on the ice. He gave me every opportunity. And, you know, I just kind of ran with it. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's a good feeling going into games and you know you're going to come out with a point or two. So uh, having that confidence was, you know, was, was huge. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, that year was pretty insane. It just seemed like everything that touched my stick went in. So, uh, I mean, I obviously wouldn't have done it with the remarkable line mates that I had. And, uh, I mean, like you said, those guys are having a lot of success right now. And uh, hopefully I get to play against them uh, here soon. Before Turner jumps in, like, when you scored 50, we were like, ha, oh, this, this is sick. And then, like, when you scored 60, it was like, is this ever going to end? And then we scored 70. Like, like when, when did, like, holy shit. Like, 70 talks in the, what, yeah. the best junior league in Western Canada, right? I mean, like, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. It, I mean, it was uh, – I mean, getting 50 that early was uh, – I didn't know what what to think, and I didn't think I didn't even think I was going to get sixty, to be honest with you. But like I said, just my line mates just kept feeding me, and you know they just kept going in, and it was, and it was kind of it was almost like funny, like we were just all laughing, like it was just like the year before was different. I was battling to get fifty, yeah, and uh, the following year it's just like holy, like are these ever just not going to go in until the last two games of the season? I think I needed uh, one one more goal to, you know, beat yeah. the record. And to then nothing, nothing went in. I mean, I think I had in the final game, uh, I mean, I, we were, we were locked in to play playoffs and we had the option obviously to not play that game just to get ready for playoffs. But um, my line mate said, we're playing it and they wanted to try to get me to <laughs> get 71. And I mean, it just didn't work out, but you know, that's just the remarkable line mates and teammates that I had in Musha. And uh, still today, we're best friends. I mean, I live with uh, one of the or two of the guys uh, to this day, and I have for the past uh, three years. So awesome. uh, we built a special connection, and it's pretty crazy that we're playing pro together now. Awesome. Yeah, that's nuts. I remember when you scored the year that you scored 50, you scored a hat trick in the last game to get 50. Is that, yeah, that's true, right? Uh, so the last game I needed six points to get to 100, 100. and four goals to get to 50. <laughs> like, fuck and off. yeah i got uh four goals and seven points to get to 101 which was uh that's got to be hey, the you, craziest you probably chiseled game. that last one though hey just did it 101 you, you chiseled that set yeah that last yeah assist. yeah exactly <laughs> it's the craziest game i've ever played in and uh i mean like you said you just had tanner you know on and brett howden who plays for vegas now i mean those guys are, are remarkable and my best friends today and they're the ones that you know push me to to get those points and make those uh those uh achievements awesome it's, it's funny you scored 230 points in your last two years of junior and james gallo could still never get your name right <laughs> yeah, it's a funny guy oh yeah um you mentioned those guys i want to talk about pointer for a second yeah i mean you played yeah. two years with them what made that guy so special like that guy was a joke in junior i remember watching him when i played for yeah. the gens like i had three or four points every night 
Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a remarkable player. He's having a better NHL career than he did in junior. But in junior, I mean, he just shows up to the rink and he works hard. On practice, he, you know, he's he's always working on scoring. And, uh, you know, every time he goes down the ice, he, he tries to score. And I don't think a lot of players do that. Even at times for me, like in practice, sometimes, you know, you just shoot to shoot. Yeah. And this guy shoots to score all the time. And, I mean, he, he works so hard and he's he's a – He's a playoff player. I mean, uh, the things he's done in Tampa is, is special. And, uh, I mean, he's the most even-keeled guy and the, the nicest guy. And, uh, I mean, I'm happy where he's at today. Yeah, that's well said. Um, yeah. Okay, after your Western League career, you signed a contract with San Jose. Um, how special is that for you and you and your family? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I got the offer just before Christmas. Um, and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't sure if I was obviously, I wanted to kind of jump on signing because I didn't know how the rest of the year was going to go. And I could have waited, I mean, to the end of the season and see if there was other teams, but, uh, I, I mean, I jumped on it right away. It was a pretty good offer and to come to San Jose was looked like a good opportunity. So, um, it was, it was very surreal. I mean, I didn't, I didn't ever think that this day was going to come and for it to happen that year. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. My family was pretty fired up, probably more than me. <laughs> Hobbs, you're in your uh, fourth year of pro hockey, correct? Is that right? Yeah. Fourth yeah. year. Um, I want to ask, what was the biggest adjustment just from junior to pro? Uh, biggest adjustment is, I mean, you you got to put an effort every single game. There's no, uh, there's no sleeping during games where it's going to cost you. I think, you know, in junior, like I said earlier, you can go out there and you know you're going to get a couple points. And, uh, I mean, you could, uh, you know, glide at times and and it, it, everything will be all right. Well, here, if you do that and you're gliding around and you're not moving your feet, I mean, the team's going to blow by and they're going to put one past you. And so I think for me it was just, you know, getting a little bit of extra work, work habits away from the puck and, you know, working harder. Um, I've never been, the, I mean, the hardest worker on the ice, but you, you have to learn that as you grow up, because uh, if you don't, you're not going to be where you want to be. And, you know, I think that's what I learned is you need to play. You need to work away from the puck and back check and, you know, be hard to play against or else you're, you're never going to go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I remember like in minor hockey, little Sill used to always get shipped for that too. You kind of just float around. Yeah. Yeah. around end of the shift pick up the puck go score like yeah exactly. you would do that like, it was it was so annoying because like there were guys like me who just try and bust their nuts be done after 30 seconds hobby would still be out yeah. there for two minutes go serving energy yeah yeah, so, yeah exactly conserving energy i mean uh, <laughs> it's key and, and it still is today to an extent yeah yeah but uh it's a lot different um i mean obviously at times i, I still do it today and uh, maybe i shouldn't but I think it's just who I am as a player and you, you learn to, you know, do it at the right times and to yeah. do it in an effective way. And I think this, that's something you learn over time. I think, yeah, I think really only like players at a high level get it. Like people watch Bedard right now and he'll do that and he'll stay yeah. over two minutes and then he'll go snap one. But people are like, fuck, you could have back checked there and picked up the third game. It's like, who cares? He fucking scored. Yeah. He had four that night. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. He's nasty. It's, He's it's so insane. Good so good he'll probably be skating with us this summer i hope so yeah that's sick he's uh, dirty 
he's so nasty. Summer skates, Hobby and Janot together are just cheat codes. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, <I'm>, so funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm I get to be there. on. The, I get to be the right winger, and I just play back and let those yeah. guys go have fun. You're conserving energy. Yeah, now? yeah I'm conserving their energy. <laughs> yeah, conserving energy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Javi, let's, let's talk about your first NHL game. You know, it happened around two months ago now. Um, let yeah. us know how that, how was that call? I mean, how was that feeling for you and your family? Walk us through that whole day. Yeah. So I got called up after game and uh, I think it was like on a Monday, I practiced with the team and uh, Tuesday was the game. Uh, I wasn't in a colored Jersey for that day. So Wednesday's practice came along and uh, I was in a colored jersey so kind of right then and there I was kind of I was ner nervous I was like holy like I'm playing on the second line with these guys um, and then got on the ice and the coach came up to me he's like have a good practice today you're going to be playing tomorrow so I think you know that's really when it sunk in like wow. uh, this is going to be a special moment I mean I'm playing with uh, one of the best players in the league and you know uh and it was, uh, that was when the most nerves hit me. Uh, I actually got a good sleep that night, surprisingly. And then morning skated and then just showed up to the game. Like any game, obviously I was nervous walking in and uh, getting on the ice for warmups. It's a bigger crowd than we we're expecting. Uh, playing in the A because we get no fans. It's, yeah. it's almost embarrassing <laughs> to hear how many fans we get, but it's the way it is. And, you know, jumping into the game, I think the nerves just kind of, got away from me after the first shift. I, I came out flying. I played with a lot of speed. Uh, I created chances. I had a breakaway, and I don't know why I shot five-hole. I never yeah. shoot five-hole in my life, uh, but I thought it was there. So, no, I played uh, – it was an unreal game. It's probably one of the fastest uh, I've played as a player, and, and it's pretty yeah. crazy how many chances I had, and I wish uh, – I obviously wish I would have scored. It would have been a pretty special moment, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. and. For them to give me the opportunity they did to play on that second line was pretty special. I mean, I play a lot of minutes and, you know, not a lot of guys that get caught up get that opportunity. So it uh, it was really special. And uh, unfortunately, the family couldn't make it just because it was so last minute with COVID and everything. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, very special to especially my dad. So it's, uh, definitely a dream come true. Man, when I watch you walk out through the tunnel, step on the ice, and then snap one home. I know he's for sure scoring tonight. You zing that yeah. puck in your soul. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he's gonna have one. Yeah, and no. then you shoot five hole. I was like, I said the same thing. I'm like, I've never shot five, five hole in my life ever. <laughs> I don't think I've even done it yet this year, other than that time. No, I don't know what I was now. thinking. No, yeah, just the nerves. I think you know, you just got. I was like, too much time for a breakaway, especially yeah. in that league. I'm like, holy. They yeah, should dump exactly. it in though. Kind of yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> got a sh shot on shot on that. Well, that'll count, I guess. Would you guys play again? What do we play, Vancouver? In Vancouver, yeah. you guys shit kicked, yeah. right? Yeah, five two, wasn't it? Five two. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember the exact score. But... I was doing late notes last night. I thought it was five two, but I had yeah, one, too, one too many, so could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbs, I want to ask, um, you know, who, who would you say your biggest influence is? Obviously, you know, you, you have an older brother, a younger brother, you know, your dad, mom, um, yeah. you know, great people. You know, who would you say just like the biggest influence on you was, you know, growing up and then obviously throughout your hockey career? Yeah, I think, you know, my biggest influence growing up and just who got me into the game was obviously start off was my dad. I mean, he's, he did everything for us, right from Brandon to me to Taylor. He would give us every opportunity we could. 
uh, to do whatever we want. And obviously hockey is what we, he got us into and we were just loved it. And, you know, he, he took us to the rink every day and, you know, pushed us to be the best we can. And if we, and if we didn't enjoy it, we could do whatever, but, you know, going off of that, I mean, obviously Brandon, I think, uh, was definitely probably the biggest influence because I always wanted to skate with him. I always wanted to, you know, play against his friends and I never wanted to play against guys my age. Uh, he yeah. would tag me along and I'd play, you know, against the older group. And I think that's kind of what made me the player I am today, playing against older guys and pushing, pushing me to be the best I can. And, you know, I just wanted to be as good as him and, you know, continue to, I wanted to be a better skater than him. I wanted to score more goals than him. It was everything kind of, I just wanted to be better than him. And, you know, he, I mean, it was obviously a little bit a uh, brother fight at times, but you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's uh, obviously the one that pushed me to be where I am today, I guess. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Let's go to our uh, segment called questions from the gallery sponsored by Rubber Co. Rubber Co. started in 2021, a Canadian company, 100% recycled rubber, tons of options, parking blocks, hockey training devices, rubber flooring for gyms, rinks, and much more. Check them out today at, on their website, rubberco.com, or call today at 306-541-9840. Think with your head and choose the right rubber. <laughs> Think with your head. That's a Jan comment right there. Think with your yeah. head. Oh, choose man. the right rubber. Jan. Yeah. First question here. Uh, are you still doing the water sports stuff at all in the summer? Like you were big in yeah. the lake. Yeah, big in the water sports. Uh, love it. I mean, I got a place on the lake. I'm out there every weekend for sure. And definitely probably midweek I usually go out too. So, so I love the water sports. I um, love wakeboarding. I, I didn't do much wakeboarding this year just because uh, it takes a toll on the body now. Yeah. Uh, but wait, I'm out the there. Out. Yeah, so I wake surf pretty much. Uh, I'm wake surfing every week. And I love wake surfing and getting the guys out, my friends out. And, you know, we go out there for the weekend and just have a great time. So, you know, I love water sports. Hey, we should do that. We'll we'll do Jan and Hobby ripping us. We'll go to Tetapple and play nine, not on the family nine, on the real nine. We'll play. Yeah, we'll, we'll video yeah. content it and we'll blow. Yeah, up. for sure. Yeah, I mean, all right. Me we'll and Jan are, me and Jan are trying to work on our games a bit, so hopefully we're <laughs> a little bit better by summer. Maybe you can teach Coach how to wake surf too. I'd love to see a big bar yeah. get up on that board. <laughs> yeah, no wake surfing's a blast. I mean, anybody can hoodie? get up. Yeah. No, I ain't going on one of those things. I'll watch you guys no, stand on the thing. No, like that goodness, uh, I'd hurt it's myself. A lot, it's a lot of fun. It's you so can't hurt yourself. Wake you surfing. Can. I mean, yeah. everyone, everyone does it. If it's you crazy. try, awesome. you could probably try and hurt yourself. What's the one when you put your feet in the boots? That, that's 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 yeah, that's wakeboarding. Yeah, yeah, you used to do that lots, right? Yeah, I used to, I used to do it a lot. I limited it now just because, uh, I mean, just it's tough on the legs when you're yeah. coming down from eight feet off the off the water. <laughs> landing so what's no, it's, Dude, uh, it's like where you're like literally right behind the boat yeah you're going like oh, 10 and literally, you don't hour. have a rope oh and yeah, you're going yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's dude, so like, chill you, you get dummy like you're going 25 <laughs> 30k and you're smacking yeah. the water all right yeah exactly maybe i'll do it then yeah there we go <laughs> yeah it's not bad <laughs> all right hobby i'm gonna ask you how does it feel to be the only hubbox to not play for the prestigious pilot butte storm yeah <laughs> it's uh it's a pretty pretty big achievement not to be there you know <laughs> no but uh, i mean they both had good careers there and uh i mean uh that's the, that's the way they went out and 
you know, they still played hockey, which is obviously awesome. Some guys just kind of, you know, shut it down and they still wanted to play. And um, obviously, uh, they're still somewhat playing today. So, yeah, uh, as, as long as they're, I mean, some people lose it and some people don't have the drive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just kind of took it to the next level and, uh, and you know, they, they're happy where they are at now. So, yeah, I mean, it's obviously uh, a pretty big achievement to get where I am today. And, uh, you know, but it's not for everyone. What, um, okay, we got to talk about the golf game here. So you mentioned yeah. that you're back into it and you're playing more and Saturday yeah. and, um, you know, what's, do you keep a handicap? We talked about this in the summertime, I think. Uh, not overly. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm all over the map. So like, honestly, like last year I was COVID. So when we got here, I mean, we were in Scottsdale for two months. We got here. Um, we did, we yeah. didn't get out that much last season. So, which kind of sucked. And then when I go home for summer, for some reason, I just never play. I don't, I don't know why I don't play in the summer. It's just, but, uh, but I'm, I mean, we got, I got out a few times and I, I'm not bad. Like uh, I would say summer, I would shoot roughly like 95 ish. All right. On, but uh, no, since I, yeah, since I got here, I mean, I think I've dropped it. I mean, I'm high eighties now, so. Good for you. Um, nice. I'll start to uh, hopefully keep chipping away. I, I never used a driver. I bought a driver. You told me I yeah. left. So I bought a driver for my buddy the day I left to come here. And I'm like, okay, I got to learn how to hit a driver this year because that's going to shave strokes off my oh, game yeah. easily. So I've been working on it. Some days I just hammer it. And then some days it just doesn't go anywhere. I don't get it. So I got to figure, still figure that out. But it's definitely uh, shaved strokes off my game. So hopefully. I continue to get better. That's what we'll do. First, first time we go out, we're gonna do a range sesh for an hour, content yeah. it, and because yeah. you told me you have what is the power a power cut. So it's we'll get rid of that. No, 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 or, no. Okay. So it's weird. So guys, so like usually you hit it, you'll hit it straight, or you'll pound it and it'll go left or right. So mine either goes dead straight, or it's like it's like duffed straight like a hundred yards. Like I get like I like hit oh, down no, on it all. And it just has all this like top spin yeah. and just dies. So like I, I, it never like goes left or right. It just <laughs> either barely gets off the tee or it goes straight. You pound the pin. And I don't. Un- step yeah. Up. So Hobby, we'll get you a TaylorMade driver and we'll start. That's we'll what get I got. The Sim 2. Yeah. yeah. Nasty. Sim 2. I got the Sim 2 set up. I love them. There okay, we go. Perfect. There's a free ad. There's a free ad for the boys. Yeah. Hey, yeah, how much exactly. you love TaylorMade? Just say that one more time. Just Make sure you say Taylor I love Taylor made. I, there we go. I every single one of my clubs are Taylor made. Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. There yeah. it is. You just signed yeah. another five year deal for the boys. That's yeah. huge. Perfect. Yeah. The good thing about playing California too is there's some nasty tracks that are like, they're obviously yeah. going to be much better than they are here. So, yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. playing at better and harder golf courses will make you a better golfer eventually. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we went to Scottsdale last weekend. And but it was kind of last minute, so we didn't get out to any of the courses we wanted to because it was so booked up. Yeah. But um, I mean, we played some nice courses, so uh, I'd like to get out to more courses here. Our goal is to hopefully get to Pebble or something yeah, by the Pebble's end of the right year. Pebble's right down but, the road from you. That'd be sick. But I want to be able to hit my driver at least like seventy-five percent consistently before yeah. I get out to a course like that. No nose dives. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Rip. Uh, you know what's your favorite beverage? Post or during round? Post or during round? Uh, have you guys had the, the the gin smashes? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 
Out of yeah, it's, yeah, those are my go-to drink. Here we don't have those, so it's just like a white bar or something, some kind yeah. of seltzer. That's all right. I like that. Uh, pre-game yeah. uh, food and ritual. Uh, yeah, well, I guess I just get up, have breakfast. Usually we pre-game skate most of the time. Come home, watch some TV. Then we'll make. Uh, usually have chicken pasta or like chicken rice broccoli, something like that. Uh, it's usually always chicken, and then switch it up a bit between a vegetable and pasta or rice. And then nap for two hours. Usually depends on the day. If I mean, if I get up earlier, I get up earlier. If not, two hours. Have a coffee, some oatmeal. Go to the rink and oatmeal, hey? I'm a I'm a pretty yeah. Little, little oatmeal some guys do bagels some guys do whatever i usually go oatmeal go to the rink and i'm pretty chill at the rink i mean uh, i kind of can do whatever I, I obviously stretch and and uh play a little bit of sewer ball but uh you know i'm i'm pretty chill before games i don't get up to anything in in particular other than obviously stretching but i uh, just go out there and you know try to do my best <laughs> Just do my best. Conserve who's, energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, conserve energy. Who's the cook between you, Sazi, and Greg's? Uh, for the most part, me. But actually, they're, they've helped out quite a bit. And uh, and we all we all kind of do our parts. I mean, uh, at times we're on different schedules because uh, Greg's has been up the last uh, few months now. And uh, Saws is back and forth just because of goalie injuries and stuff. So... Uh, I'd say for the most part me, but they they definitely help out. Who's the team DJ in the locker room? Whether it's in San Jose or that well, San Jose both teams. Yeah, I don't know who it is up up top. Um, not exactly sure, but we got a couple guys I guess that rotate. I say Galant's probably our DJ. I like it. That's awesome. What's your favorite track you played so far? Golf course. Oh yeah. Oh, favorite course I've played so far. True North and uh, Scottsdale. Oh, sick. For sure. So nice. Actually, there was a private Thanks, course here we played. It was called Boulder Creek or Boulder Ridge. It was nice too, but True North and Scottsdale for sure. Do you guys get any deals around there for being? Yes, yeah, so we play. It'd be, I don't even know what I compare it to, but very basic course here. We play for free. So we usually go there once a week, maybe twice a week, and then we'll get out to. A different course usually once every two weeks so it's nice because you can just go you can show up at uh, 2 30 no one's out there play nine holes or 15 holes and then just come home so it's uh that's a treat. it's perfect to have yeah it's awesome rip you anymore yeah. hobbs i have one more for you we usually end this thing off the podcast with this one but uh a piece of advice for a young listener that's listening today you know whether it's to be a pro hockey player doctor teacher whatever it is um you know, we love asking this question and you can yeah. get answers. So, yeah, I mean, uh, advice or whatever occupation someone chooses, obviously, you know, it's just to continue to work hard um, every single day. I mean, if you put in the time and you show up on time and you give it your best every day, I mean, you're going to get good results in, in no matter what it is. Uh, I mean, especially hockey. I mean, you show up to practice, you, you put in your time, you work hard. I mean, your coaches, your management's going to respect that. Even if you're not the most skilled player, you're just, uh, you know, a hardworking person. Um, you don't need this all the skill in the world, and you don't need to, as long as you work hard and you show up on time, that's all anyone asks from you. And uh, you're going to have a bright future with no matter what it is. Well said. Jaden Hobbrowox, uh, man, good to see you. 
we have to do it for round of golf this summer. We'll do, we'll set it up. We'll, we'll do it, whether it's Capitol or Regina, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, best of luck the rest of the way. Hope to see you back up in the big club there. Uh, and if not this year, keep ripping up in the American league. Awesome. Thanks guys. We'll see you this Probably. summer. Thanks Hobbs. Yeah. Take care. Last Mountain Distillery is a proud sponsor of the Hosel Podcast. Located and distilled in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. The heart of grain country. Our success lies in our commitment in producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling naturally infused dill pickle vodka, our naturally infused organic cherry whiskey, apple pie moonshine, and more. Our craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Be sure to check them out at any retailer around the province. Nothing better than supporting local and enjoying a taste for all.